Welcome to my close-up storytelling podcast. I'm Denise Nortez Wiener. Jump on board and stay for the whole ride. Warning. This broadcast is not for robots or artificial intelligence. Check yourselves. This is not for robots. Paris, France. September going into October. September 22nd, 522 AM, 2020. Well, here I am, lockdown 2020, the coronavirus, COVID, the pandemic, COVID-19, the pause, shutdown, the quarantine, the crazy election. Call it what you will, all I know is that the time we are living through is slowing down all of the beginnings of my sentences in all my conversations. Because I have to stop to pick a title that describes this current time. And believe me, it does need a title for each occasion because it's so intense. Anyway, I'm now going to tell you. These stay-at-home times Oh, that's another title. Well, they just keep reminding me and bringing me back to the days when I wasn't shut in. September, October, Paris, France, 2004. Me, a spa manager, that was my day job, and Petronelli, the spa director at Maximus Salon and Spa. Petronelli was an art history major and former school teacher in Romania. This fact is going to be very important later. Well, we found ourselves staying in some little sweet hotel with a gorgeous view of a gold dome building and it was only steps away from the metro. Paris was so different for me this time. Just about everyone I encountered spoke a little English. The last time I was here, it was not the case. I had to speak Spanish to communicate. And that was a stretch for me, because I hardly ever speak it. Well, we planned to walk around the City of Light, all along the River Seine, eat in cafes, ride the metro, and of course, go to art museums. So I was having the best Parisian time. All of my senses were on fire. Petronelli and I hopped on the metro, and we were on our way to the Louvre Museum. We arrive, and we walk through a promenade with many stores. We purchase our tickets and take an escalator up to the exhibit. Wow. Oh, boy. I'm speechless. I am seeing massive statues that are so spectacular. I'm in a state of disbelief. How could anyone create something so beautiful, so large? I'm almost crying right now just remembering the magnificence of it all. It keeps getting better as we go along. Then we enter this long, long, long room with the ceiling almost up to the sky. It's the place, the section, where the Mona Lisa is housed. And wait for it. <laughs> I almost fall to my knees and start weeping. There are paintings in there that are way beyond life-size. 
Anything I say right now is dwarfed in size by the actual experience. I want to run screaming at the top of my lungs and at the same time lie down on the floor and crawl up into a little ball. It has taken me all these many years since 2004 to even try and tell anyone about this encounter with greatness, human creativity, art in its highest form. I felt like I was losing it, losing myself. And yes, I did. Strangest thing, my right eye completely shut down. It was tearing and I could not speak. I could not speak. I found my way over to a bench and just sat there with my hand covering my eye. After some time, Petronelli came over to me and asked, she asked me what was wrong. I informed her that I did not know. I said, I really have to get out of here. She looked at me like I was the craziest person in the world. Remember, I told you she was an art history major. She could not imagine anyone seriously having this reaction. But me? I was making a beeline for the exit. Stop! Ooh. Being the person I am, I suddenly remembered, hey, the Mona Lisa's in here. So, believe me, I made my way over to it. And what? 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 Why is it so small? Oh, this can't be. Now, you know, I'm sure that my head is actually going to blow the heck up. Now, I totally get out of there. I grab Petronelli and tell her, I will be in the cafe downstairs in the promenade. I get off the escalator and find the first student that I see and I give them my ticket so that it's not wasted. I'm in the cafe and <laughs> ooh la la, this is the best hot chocolate. Chocolate I ever, ever, ever had. Petronelli finally got off the escalator and we went on our way back to the hotel. Petronelli is still staring at me because I'm holding my eye. This went on for a couple of days and I know she's thinking to herself, what a loser she is. She can't even understand or enjoy art. So not true. I'm not going to be upset about this. There was no way that I was going to choose to be upset. So, while we were there in Paris, I did fall in love with the Musée d'Orsay on the left bank, and I enjoyed their smaller art collection. Also, later I found out there is a name for what happened to me, Stendhal Syndrome. I found an article. This is what it said. Psychology Today. Mark D. Griffiths, Ph.D., in excess, posted March 10th, 2014. When exposed to the concentrated works of art, affected individuals experience a wide range of symptoms, including physical and emotional anxiety. It is also called Florence Syndrome. Affected individuals. Yeah, that's me. 
Now, if that was not enough, guess what else happened during my Paris trip with Petronelli? The plan was we would both go to Paris and stay for 10 days. I would return home and she would journey on to Romania and visit with her mother. Mind you, she always said Romania when she referred to anything having to do with her home. Okay, picture this. A full moon is out. The gold dome is shining into our hotel room, lit up by this full moon. I am in the bed looking up and out at this magnificent sight. Petronelli climbs up to the large, large windowsill and sits there. I can still see the giant moon shining on that golden dome and it's reflecting its bouncing light beams off Petronelli's stark white face. Then she turns her head towards me and says, when I get home to Transylvania, what? What? Now it's like I just went deaf. I think, what did she just say? Sure, I know that Transylvania is in Romania, but this is beyond frightening. Uh, I was into vampire movies at that time and I did watch them often. They scared the heck out of me, but nothing was like this. This is real. This is crazy. I thought to myself, for sure, this is the end. She's gonna bite my neck. Paris, full moon, mind you. Glowing, giant, golden dome. Just me and her in this room. I thought, say lovey? What? It's the end. Silence. I rolled over, face to the wall and just put my life, my life in God's hands. I went to sleep. Woke up the next morning and everything was fine. Actually better than fine. I scared myself right out of the fear. I no longer care about zombies. I do not fear vampires or Frankenstein. And I haven't had Stendhal Florence syndrome since. I go to the smaller art galleries and museums in New York. <sighs> but sadly, I miss the pure, unadulterated magnificence of the artworks and how they are displayed, totally engulfing you and overwhelming you. I just leave that to the Louvre in Paris. If and when this pandemic ends, I will be off again to the City of Light and its magnificent art, or <laughs> its hot chocolate. Au revoir. Adios and bye-bye, y'all.